Welcome to the Salvatry Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Today is Wednesday and it is March 4th. We have a nine-game NBA slate to break down and get on into. Hopefully you all had a very nice Tuesday afternoon, nice start to your week evening over there. Let's get into this Wednesday slate. But before we do, welcome to the channel. If you're brand new here or if you're returning, I do appreciate your support so much here in the NBA season, cranking out the content almost every single day. I mean, I haven't taken a day off NBA in I think almost a month now at this point. Might have to take one off soon, uh, but hopefully you're enjoying the content. Hopefully it is helpful to you. We went live in the afternoon yesterday for a stream, and people enjoyed that. Um, had some requests to do it more often, and I'm going to try to do it more often for the NBA. It's just difficult with the rest of my schedule and the rest of the things that I'm working on and, and not really able to get up in live during that time. But we'll see if I can maybe get going for the four-game slate tomorrow, likely not tonight. But this video is sponsored by Fantasy Draft, and Fantasy Draft has rake-free DFS. So people tell me, Sal, you don't like FanDuel because of no late swap. Why do you like uh, Fantasy Draft that they have no late swap? Because I'm saving 15 to 30% on rake over there because they're giving me discounts. So I'll come in and I'll I'll suck it up for not being able to swap my players out if they get injured, if, if I'm actually getting back in the long run a lot of money too. So it's a little bit of an equilibrium. But yeah, Fantasy Draft, um, definitely check them out. If you're somebody who plays cash or lower stakes that you need to be over there you don't have to be a hundred percent over there. i'm not trying to pull you away from the other sites but you need to be getting action down in spots where your one dollar head-to-heads your five dollar head-to-heads you're getting to keep everything that's coming in you pay barely any fee in a monthly subscription less than one percent compared to what you would be paying 15 to 20 percent if you were paying rake so that's fantasy draft their nba lobby will be linked up down below to tracking link so it'll let them know that you came from me just for full disclaimers on that one and i will have Patreon exclusive content linked up down below in the description for this NBA slate. We will have projections updated up and throughout lock, so you can check that out as well. Getting into the injury news for today, there's a lot of it. Um, this is a nine-game slate, and there's a good amount of studs either out and or returning today, but overall, uh, lots of injury news to start with. In Chicago, where Zach Levine is going to be out for at least a week or so against Minnesota today with a quad injury. Laurie Markkinen, who has not played now in months, definitely not this new year, he's questionable with the pelvis, and he's hopeful to play, so we'll see what happens there. I'm currently projecting Laurie Markkinen out, but if I was to project him in, maybe give him 20 minutes unless we hear otherwise about a minute's limit. In Cleveland, Andre Drummond will miss again, and so will Darius Garland. Alfonso McKinney is out. They still have no Dante Exum. And in Cleveland, they have Tristan Thompson questionable. I'm currently not putting Tristan Thompson in, and you saw it in the last game. They had to play huge minutes. Every single stutter had to play huge minutes. Chetty Osmond playing in the upper 30s. Kevin Porter Jr. playing in the upper 30s. Colin Saxon in the upper 30s, Larry Nance in the upper 30s, and I believe that Kevin Love played around the mid-30s to low-30s, but they just had to play huge minutes because they don't have a lot of bodies left. I mean, Matthew Delvadova played 29 minutes because there's just nobody left. They could play Matt Mooney or Dean Wade maybe if they want to, but they played them for like one minute in that game. So if they're going to go with that same rotation and Thompson does not play, yeah, you're going to get huge minutes once again from these starters, making them all pretty valuable. Detroit just takes beatings as Derrick Rose is now going to be out for a little while now, going to miss a few weeks, they said, with an ankle injury. Bruce Brown is doubtful with a knee injury. Uh, Brandon Knight is questionable with a quad. All their guards are just gone. Obviously, Reggie Jackson is now with the Clippers. They just have not much depth here. So Spy is going to have to play huge minutes in the mid-30s. Tony Snell should have to play minutes in the mid-30s. Langston Galloway might actually get to touch 30 minutes at this point. 
We'll see if they bring anybody up from the G League. But if Brandon Knight is not able to go, I have him in right now for 30 minutes. And he looks okay against OKC, a tougher matchup. But if he's not able to go, they just have no minutes to go around. They're going to have to um, bring somebody up from the G League or just play with eight bodies at that point. In Indiana, Victor Oladipo is questionable with a knee. I have him in for 29 minutes. Doesn't do much for me in terms of a projection. For New York, Mitchell Robinson is going to be questionable with a hamstring, have him in for 25. Uh, Kevin Knox is questionable with a leg, have him in for 16 as of right now. And Dennis Smith Jr. is out once again with a concussion. Should just give more minutes to the Wayne Ellingtons and the Frank Nielakinas of the world. In Orlando, Aaron Gordon has missed a game or two so far, so he's questionable with a knee, have him in for 36 minutes. Tough matchup against uh, Miami. Higher price point, not as interested. And Gary Clark questionable with a knee. I'm just not projecting him in anyway, so even if he does, I guess, even if he's active, I'm, I'm not giving him minutes right now. So Portland, Damian Lillard is back with a groin injury. No news if, if he'll be on a minutes limit or not. I put him in for 35. Normally, I'll put him in for 36 or 37, so I guess I was a little bit cautious doing it. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll get news there. Matchup against Washington is one of the best you can come back from. I um, would not be shocked though if he only plays like 32 or 33 minutes to get back up to speed in a game where they might not need to have him out there all that much versus Washington. Milwaukee, Kyle Corver remains out with a back injury. Uh, in Dallas, Seth Curry and J.J. Barea questionable with a back and ankle. So um, the Seth Curry news is pretty important for guys like DeLon Wright because then DeLon Wright starts to come and play more, maybe even more minutes for guys like Tim Hardaway Jr., who I already have at like 33 minutes. So um, that's where we're at, 20 pieces or so of player news. Uh, the biggest ones to really watch are what happens with Tristan Thompson today um, and, and I guess what happens with Aaron Gordon and or Laurie Markinum for some of those other rotations. Brandon Knight, believe it or not, might actually be an important piece of injury news today. Uh, I'll stop on the target often sheet if people just want to take a look at it, take a screenshot. This is always offered on Patreon as well as the updated um, projections throughout lock with player pools. Nine games late with a ton of value today, so I expect to have somewhere in the 60s early in the day in my player pool, hopefully able to chop that down as we get more secure value throughout the day. Highest team total today is Portland at 124.25 as eight-point favorites over Washington. That game in general looks like the best game environment with a 240-and-a-half uh, over under the 10 o'clock late-night hammer. Dallas and New Orleans, though. New Orleans coming off of a game last night where everybody went off in terms of the Lonzos, the Zions, as everybody in the, in the world owned them yesterday. And the Drew Holidays, who I actually had a good amount of myself, uh, liked them a little bit more than um, Zion. We talked about that in the Discord, I believe, and also on the live stream. But this game also looks pretty good. 236 over under. That is the second highest on the slate. 121 implied total for Dallas is the second highest team total on the slate. 115 for New Orleans. Their six-point underdog should be a really fast-paced game. So both of the later games, don't be shocked if you don't have a lot of player minutes left after the 7 o'clock games start. Some of these 7 o'clock games are pretty gross. The two lowest totals on the slate are at 7 o'clock between Cleveland and Boston, Detroit and OKC. Another low total between uh, Indiana and Milwaukee. So not, don't be shocked because the four highest totals on the slate are all from 730 and beyond. So um, probably going to have a lot of player minutes remaining, I would imagine, myself before those games start up. But getting into some of the early interest now, as we do get over to the early interest, I will point out that I do have, again, those Patreon projections. I'll link them up. Those projections are for DraftKings. Fantasy Draft and Super Draft. So yes, I have all three of those. If you want to try out Fantasy Draft, the lobbies are linked up down below. If you want to try out Super Draft, I also link them up down below. That link that you have down there will give you a $10 sign-on bonus um, upon deposit. And the, the projections are over there on Super or on my uh, Patreon for Super Draft. People seem to be liking them. One person actually reached out to me and said that he won the Super Draft um, 7000 or like $4,000. It was like over the weekend or something like that. So pretty cool. Um, starting over here, though, we got about 18 players listed. Giannis and Luca up top look like my favorite all the way pay up options. Not a ton to choose from, obviously. Um, there's, there's guys who are injured. There's Damian Lillard's questionable tag. Beal's price keeps going up. He keeps playing big minutes, but keeps going up. Giannis and Luca stand out. Luca's still too cheap for me. He's a $12,000 player in my eyes. And now he's in uh, arguably the best game environment of the night. 
if not the best, the second best. So I'll get to Luca probably more than Giannis just because of price, but it's only a $500 difference. It's just a game environment for Giannis. Although for Giannis, that game should stay closer. Tougher matchup closer to the basket, but doesn't really matter for the guy who leads the league in scoring in the paint since he really like came into the league three years ago. These next two guys, though, really look strong for me. Jimmy Butler at 7,800 grades out extremely well. If I just pull up my projections over here right now, Jimmy Butler ranks out as my, this is factoring in all value too. So guys who are like 3,100, but might pop off a little bit, will be above him. Just point per dollar value. Jimmy Butler ranks out as my 12th overall play today. But if we're talking about anybody um, above $7,000, he is my second overall play above $7,000 today. Um, that's pretty strong. You could even take that number to anybody above $6,000. He's my third overall play in the day. Uh, and the guy who's number one above $7,000, who's my number five overall play in the slate is Christian Wood today. Hard not to like Christian Wood against OKC, 7,700. I have him in for 35 minutes. Um, across the board, he looks good. You can't play him on Super Draft. That game is not on the slate, but 14,600 14, on Fantasy Draft. I can tell you that that also looks very good right now. Christian Wood's going to end up being one of my favorite plays on the slate tonight. Uh, just a very strong option with the minutes he's getting, averaging over 1.2 fantasy points per minute, and there's just bodies dropping everywhere. Now Derek Rose, the only other player who had a very high usage rate on the court with Christian Wood. His 30% usage rate is now gone for 26 to 30 minutes, so that should be all Christian Wood today. Looks really strong. Karis LeVert, after being like the second highest scorer on the slate last night. I liked him last night. I like him again tonight. Look, if he's going to average 1.15 to 1.2 fantasy points per minute, better than Dinwiddie when Kyrie's been off and Levert's been on with Dinwiddie, and now he's going to have somewhere a higher usage rate. He's going to play somewhere into the 32 to 34 minute range. It just looks strong. Now, Levert's not my favorite play in the slate by any means. He ranks out currently as my 16th play overall, my third favorite play or my fourth favorite play above $6,000. So I do think he looks strong early on. Brogdon's playing bigger minutes, 7000 If Oladipo's out, it's even better for him. This price tag at $7,000, it just has me scratching my head. If he was 7500 I think I would have interest today. 7000 is way too cheap. You start to get to some of these Cleveland guys. Once again, I am projecting Tristan Thompson to miss as of now. So that makes Larry Nance look like a very strong option for me. It makes him look like um, a top 20 play on the day for me, somebody who's at the price point of 6,500 and he's grading out for close to 35 fantasy points. I do like that in a matchup against Boston, who they don't really have anything formidable down low. You've had Daniel Tice improve immensely this season um, in terms of just where he was last year defensively, but it's still nothing to uh, really get too worried about. Going down more, Bojan Bogdanovic at 6,200 versus Knicks is just a very strong play to really not ever let you down. It has a little bit of a ceiling on him. Dennis Schroeder, if I just give him 30 to 31 minutes, looks like my favorite OKC play today against a Detroit backcourt that is absolutely beaten up. Uh, it can get even worse if Brandon Knight is out. I think he should have no problems versus Fee and, and Tony Snell today. Um, Thaddeus Young at 57 gave him 33 minutes, probably a minute or two more than some other sites you might look at today. Just feel pretty confident about that. That's obviously if Laurie Markinen is out. Um, he's, he's had, he, so he played 33 in the last one 33 plus and he was expected to be doing that for like the last two or three games now Levine's out one um, but he just ran into either foul trouble or just weird rotations where teams where his team started to get on scoring runs and he just didn't come in for an extra minute or two like he normally would in the fourth quarter so have him at 33 looks fine 1.65x multiplier on super draft is interesting I just feel like there might be better options there but that does stand out. Um, Dylan Brooks, 5,400, gave him 33 minutes against Brooklyn. He's hard to ignore at this point. Dylan Brooks is just taking on a lot more usage after the injuries to this team. He's staying on the court more because they're playing a lot smaller and putting Kyle Anderson at the four since Jaron Jackson and Brendan Clark are out. What you get out of Dylan Brooks is a guy who shoots about 36% of the time from three-point range, and then he shoots a lot of mid-range jumpers, which isn't great. Only drives 23% of the time to get to the basket, shooting 41% of his shots from mid-range. That's just not great. So you are going to have inconsistencies with him, but now you get him on the floor more 
um, and his drive rate has gone up a little bit since they've been playing a little smaller. So that's good to see. Kevin Porter currently is my number two play in the slate. I gave him 35 minutes. I think he can play more. I had him at 36 at first, and then I was already getting a lot of him. But at 5,300, I'm grading out for 30 plus fantasy points. So yeah, he, he looks really good because they just have no bodies out there at this point. If Tristan Thompson is in, maybe I'll bump him down to like 33 or 32 minutes. But it's just the fact that Darius Garland is out, that Dante Exum is out, that Alfonso McKinney is out. That really impacts Kevin Porter. And he's been playing fantastic. His point per minute production is on the increase. Looks really good. Jared Allen for me right now looks like a pretty nice option as well. I have Jared Allen as my 15th overall play today on the slate. Have him in for 26 minutes. We can avoid foul trouble against Memphis. Should be a fine matchup. The fact that Brooklyn does run centers out for the full 48 minutes between DeAndre Jordan and Jared Allen is also going to help Joe Val on the opposite side of this one should realize around 30 minutes or so. Shabazz Napier have in for 28 minutes. Played 28 in the last one. They just need to give him minutes. If if I only put him in for 26, then I'm giving Drawn Robinson more minutes. They've been uh, continuously pulling minutes away from Ish Smith. At 28 minutes, Napier looks like a fine play. Nothing that stands out too much. A top 25 play for me, a pretty nice guard value. The Anthony Melton at 4,500, I keep getting to. He's right on the fringe of a top 10 play for me, number 13 overall today. Gave him 20, only gave him 25 minutes, I think. I think he has the upside to play 28 if he could stay out of foul trouble and get in a close game. Has uh, have him projected for 24 and a half fantasy points early on. Kyle Anderson looks fine as well. Again, they're playing small. Give him 28 minutes. Um, he has the upside to play 30 plus. He has a 1.8x multiplier in Superdraft. Probably doesn't hit that all that much like a ceiling type performance. I'd rather get to Melton, but it does look okay. Chetty Osmond, currently my number one play in the day. <laughs> uh, this doesn't feel great. $4,100. I gave him 35 minutes. He grades out for 25.5 fantasy points, 6.22x value currently at this point in the day for me. I might have to change his minutes up. If Tristan Thompson is in, he's probably going to have his minutes changed up a good amount. I'll probably end up giving him 30 to 32 instead of 35, and then he'll drop down, not drop down out of play for me. He's just too cheap. If he's going to be $4,100, 8100 on fantasy draft, also a steal. Can't play these Cavs, unfortunately, on super draft tonight. They're not on the slate, but Osmond's just too cheap if he's going to play that many minutes. Again, McKinney being out helps him. Garland being out helps him. Um, Exxon being out helps him a little bit as well. And then the big one, uh, well, really the big one might even be McKinney, but the big thing is that just Tristan Thompson, Andre Drummond is already out. So like, even if Thompson is in, Thompson slides into those 28 to 32 minutes of Andre Drummond. That kind of pulls minutes away from everybody a little bit, um, but not too much. Maybe a little bit from Kevin Love, a little bit from Osmond. So I think he still has a good amount of run. What you get out of Osmond right now is somebody who shoots 31% of the time at, at the um, at the rim, and then he shoots 50% of the time from three-point range. That is a very good combination. You want players who will shoot from three and drive. Those are the most efficient and effective shots. Lastly, DJ Augustine's minutes have been slowly coming up. Played his season high since his injury, I guess you can say. So 2020 high. Um, 23 minutes in the last game only scored 13 fantasy points but he's a very good scorer um i have him in for 22 minutes tonight he looks fine he's only 3100 that's why he looks good 1.75x multiplier not that appealing flat minimum on fantasy draft so at 3100 augustine currently grades out for me as my third overall play in the slate that does not mean i really like him this is just point per minute um this is just point per minute production. He's 3100 i have him in for 18 fantasy points so he's going to grade out as close to a 5.83x um value right now that's only 18 fantasy points, right? So there's obviously an upside to where he gets you 24 and at 3,100, that's a smash play. So that's why I'll have interest in him. But just keep in mind that he can get 20 minutes tonight and only score 15 fantasy points. And that difference of like five fantasy points is, is really going to sink some lineups potentially. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. These are about 18 to 20 players. Hopefully you enjoy the video. Enjoy the breakdown of this slate early on nine games, lots of injury news to keep an eye on and get the updates over on Patreon. 
check out fantasy draft check out super draft all the promotions linked up down below in the description have some free strategy guides you can check out and then have a big announcement coming probably in the next couple of weeks uh, for a project that i've been working on for the season long um, football fantasy football season so uh, we'll be back in touch tomorrow later on today potentially even with some more content hope you have a great rest of your wednesday and enjoy every part of this nba slate see you again I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.